Hello, you are very welcome to our WIT Talks Student Life podcast brought to you by the Student Life and Learning Department here in Waterford Institute of Technology. My name is Tom Grinsell and I'm a student support administrator here in WIT. Today I'm joined by my colleague Connor Field, who has taken up hosting duties with me today. So hello Connor, thanks for coming on. Cheers Tom. Um, you'll, you'll have a pain in your back <laughs> carrying me Connor. so keep I'm busy. used to that but, uh, at this stage. <laughs> so this year students and staff in third level education are experiencing learning on a different level. In a generation when we encourage to minimize uh, contact hours with screens, they're becoming overwhelming and an integral part of our lives. Although we are behind the screen for meetings, lectures and at times friendly gatherings, there is a certain level of etiquette that we should endeavor to prepare us when we are entering the working world. Today we're, we're joined by um, three students. So we have um, Ailish Horgan, we have Chloe Manning and Melissa Joyce. Um, so recently, uh, th these three did, did a, a mentoring workshop on netiquette, and it's something that really grabbed our attention. I think we think, think it's something that is really um, important, especially within, with the online, online world that, that students are, are working in at the moment. Um, so we're delighted that the, the, the three girls and, and who are current students here, and they're going to give us a bit of background on, on by themselves about about um, about actually the workshop that, that they ran, and, and also about their current life experiences um, with, with the with the new experience being in college at the moment. So, so to start off with, we might go with Eilish, and you might just uh, introduce yourself, where you're from, course, etc., and then we might go to Chloe and Melissa then. Yeah, hi, um, my name's Ailish. I'm third year social science from Cork. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Chloe. I'm also third year social science and I'm from Wicklow. Yeah, I'm Melissa. I'm third year social science and I'm from Cork as well. Oh, so Cork are taking over. <laughs> Strong Cork representation. Um, so tell me, uh, so you had a, the workshop there on, was it the 5th of November, was it? Um, and so to start off with, uh, Eilish, I might, might start with you first. Um, what was the reason that you thought that Nettergood might be a good idea to, to run a workshop for? So it's very new to a lot of people. A lot of students aren't used to isolated learning. Um, we're so set in the mind of, you go into college, you get your work done, and then you can come home and, you know, that's it. You can go to the library and you can get all your college work done, but isolated learning is having a big toll on students at the moment. A lot of them don't know how to cope or struggling with motivation or anything like that. So we felt like it was important to just kind of highlight what's going on because no one's really used to it yet. So, yeah. Would that be similar for you, Chloe, as well, as regards um, your online learning at the moment? Have you seen different, let's say, trends happening? Or um, I know in the presentation you had a number of do's and don'ts as well. Yeah, um, we kind of, we wanted to do the workshop as well, just to kind of highlight, you know, what's kind of appropriate to do kind of like on, on a Zoom or like emails, because like, obviously, especially with income and first years they're coming from kind of like secondary level so it's kind of a bit different and especially with zoom and stuff um we just found kind of kind of reminding them about kind of what's appropriate on a zoom call and what's not so like you know just different things like getting up to make a cup of tea or something that can actually be quite distracting so we just kind of wanted to 
to highlight those things to make sure that kind of everybody's experience you know with zoom is 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 okay really I think. super yeah so. and um melissa i'm just going to ask you it's probably the most simple question of them all for for you now but what what is netiquette you might just explain it because we're all aware of netiquette but there's an, an extra letter put in front of it so what's the meaning behind that and explain to us a little bit about what it is yeah so netiquette basically is a combination of two words um network or and etiquette so like when you're it's just the manner in which you you take when you're online so like when you're face to face whether it was a teacher in secondary school or a lecturer or your boss anyone you wouldn't talk to them the same way you talk to your sibling so just kind of a it's a code of conduct really and just a bit of respect and yeah it's just kind of how you would talk to people and how you communicate online um particularly like i found that quite interesting with the emails because we take for granted in third year, third year students like how to write an email at this stage but the difference is we've been talking to our lecturers with the past two years face to face and you kind of understand the way that you'd speak to them and you'd write this similarly in an email but um, incoming students the first years particularly wouldn't actually know that so sometimes I think we can take for granted um, the information that we actually know. And do you kind of um, do you see a big change now uh, obviously we're all we're all um, partaking online in, in, in learning and meetings and everything like that but do you see a massive change in people's etiquette or netiquette online compared to when they're in class? Yeah, definitely. Um, I suppose like some mornings, you know, we've nine o'clock lectures and we're tired and you get up and people are there, like me as well, like we're sitting there in our pyjamas and we're in bed, but like, would you actually walk into campus in your pyjamas? Like you wouldn't, or you wouldn't go to a job interview um, not dressed appropriately. So like even getting up in the morning and like it helps with motivation so much as well, just to go for a shower, you know, have a good breakfast, put on your clothes and sit down then for your lecture more so than just roll over in bed and turn on the laptop so definitely like there's a big difference like that you see people at home like you see their show their personal habits and stuff and it's just things you wouldn't do in a zoom call or you might have your siblings running around in the background or your mother or father anyone like coming into it is that wouldn't happen um in an actual lecture so it's definitely different i definitely think a lot of people would see a difference um moving from being on campus to online I think I think that's very relevant, I suppose, not just to students, but, but also to staff. And you've hit on a number of points there as regards getting up, having your shower, getting a good breakfast, getting changed, getting into that work environment. So I think that will resonate, let's say, with, with staff, but, but also um, not just students. Um, Eilish, so I know um, Melissa just mentioned there about the email etiquette, and that's kind of a bugbear of mine as regards, let's say, when a student might email or a staff member for that for that member and uh, matter and, and might let's say may, may address the email they might just write it in shorthand or uh, or etc so you mentioned that um let's say through the presentation was that was was there was that for a reason that you that you notice that, that that might be a change in let's say students um let's say responses to to, to, to staff or to, or to fellow students yeah definitely i think um, we kind of get into bad habits very easily and after talking to um, a few of our lecturers everyone's kind of struggling so by sending emails appropriately and actually like addressing what's going on being respectful um, like opening and closing the emails properly which like Melissa said um, 
students that are coming in straight from secondary level tend to not know those skills as well. Um, I think the shorthand is causing a lot of issues for some lecturers. It just makes things a bit more difficult or even sending in assignments or drafts without actually letting the lecturer know what you're sending. Like even just a brief description explaining what it is, how it's going to happen, what you would like out of a response. Um, it just makes life so much easier for everyone involved. Um, so I definitely, the kind of do's and don'ts were quite important. Um, so that, you know, lack of slang and just being respectful, saying hello, dear, kind regards, all of that kind of, the usual thing, as if you were emailing uh, a possible job opportunity or anything like that. It's all kind of um, intertwined. It's good uh, impressions. Yeah, that's a very good point as regards, um, as regards that and kind of training yourself as regards, let's say, being, um, let's say, a, emailing for a job or whatever. Um, and Chloe might take this up as well as, like that is a, a, a key, let's say, a requirement education is about, let's say, <clears throat> preparing you for the workplace and I suppose um, sending emails or your, your etiquette or an etiquette, let's say, online is, is really important. So that's something that you touched on also as regards, let's say, training yourself as regards preparing yourself for the workforce also, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Like as as Ailish said, like, you know, they can get like you can get into bad habits really quickly. So it's kind of important to to remind everybody that, like, you know, treat it as if, you know, obviously it's a job opportunity or something. Um, because it can be very easy to kind of get into the whole like, oh hi, what's the crack? Like, you know, when it's not really appropriate and you know, that might happen kind of, you know, in any kind of sense where you're applying for a job or you say the wrong thing, like, you know, it can really can really mess up kind of opportunities so yeah, yeah exactly what Ada said you're, you're not really putting the best foot forward then like are you? you're kind of straight away you're, you're, yeah. you're writing yourself off before you even get a, a call yeah. for an interview or anything like so it, it I think that's uh that's a really important one and, and again similar similar to Connor that would be a big bugbear of mine it's like you know if you can show that you're taking the time to send the email addressing the people properly it just shows a little bit of professionalism and and you are preparing yourself for the working world i think it's 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 a really key factor but these do's and don'ts that you mentioned as well say i know you just mentioned them there for for emails and that uh what would be your kind of list of do's and don'ts for the online um lectures as well so just for students going online i know you mentioned a couple of things there regarding maybe staying in your pajamas or staying in bed in the morning but is there other do's and don'ts that you might have for students as well? Yeah. Uh, sorry, um, Anish, yeah. You're okay. Um, the Zoom calls are very new to a lot of students. Isolated learning and it's just, it's a bit daunting to a lot of people. They're not used to it. Um, so we had a discussion that as a social science class, we would definitely urge people to have cameras on purely because we discuss a lot of situations we can see each other's reactions it's quite important in our course and it's the same with other areas in the college just lecturers being able to see your response on the other side of things um, can help them hugely feel more comfortable um, so we'd really recommend students to have their cameras on where possible but 
also to completely understand if you're in a situation where you're not comfortable to turn on your camera. We wanted to explain to students how to go about that appropriately by either privately emailing your lecturer explaining why you prefer to keep the camera off and your lecturer will be more than accommodating and completely understanding. Um, so I think that's really important also when you're not talking in a class um, it's more kind of turn off the mics make sure that everyone is getting the best quality of education as they can while a lot of background noises can be going on in zoom calls you know like Melissa family members the road outside anything like that so we need students to be getting their best quality from isolated learning so I think those over zoom are really important as well as judges participating it's really difficult for everyone and if your lecturer is asking a question and they're not exactly getting a response it kind of it makes things a lot harder for everyone to get yeah. and a proper understanding of what's going on and I think it's it's even just that nod of the head or you know it's just that nod of approval that yeah I do understand this do you, do you find small gestures like that can be you know they can be massive they can play a massive part yeah, um, yeah definitely yeah no and would, would you agree with that as well Melissa would you be very much kind of camera on and if it's not on like just just communicate to your lecture way maybe it's not yeah I'd 100% agree um do you know it's it's quite daunting on the lectures as well like it's to be fair like everything is about oh the students like the students are tired the students are this students are that but the lectures are there as well like they have nine to five days on zoom calls as well never mind office work and whatever else they have to do in the background so like they're sitting at home looking into a screen as well and if you're looking at just a load of blank names and they're asking questions there's no response like it, it must be disheartening like you can't you can't expect someone to stay motivated if you're not giving anything back like it's different when you're in a lecture room because you're making eye contact you know there's a conversation flowing a lot easier than it would be so definitely like if try and interact like try and like there shouldn't really be a reason um unless Ada said like you're uncomfortable or there's something else going on you can email privately but if you're in campus like you're seeing each other you know if you're lying there in your pajamas in bed and you're not turning on your camera then you should get up and brush your hair and put on some decent clothes and turn on your camera and participate in the class. Like, I think it's really important that you do that. Uh, the very good point, and, and you mentioned there, it's, it's a new experience for everyone and the lecturing staff uh, also as regards from them, let's say either working from home or, or being in an empty classroom here. So it, it's a new experience for both the, probably the academic side and, and also the, the students as well. So I suppose it's, it's trying to be patient around that also. And, and Chloe, um, like um, you mentioned as well, that about a routine is, is really important and trying to get a, a, a maybe a, a structured routine as it goes with being the online learning. Um, how have you, have you have you developed your own routine or um, how do you find, let's say, that, that online learning element? Yeah, like definitely. That's kind of a thing we kind of focused on in the workshop too. Um, like getting yourself into a routine is is so beneficial, like especially with online learning if, because you're you're at your laptop, you know, like nine to five, you know, most courses are. And then, you know, it's it's so hard to like get motivated. So it's it's really important to kind of take time 
outford you know oh this is going to be my lunch break and oh i'm actually going to do exercise here and get yourself into kind of that routine because it'll just help you stay energized and also like not get fed up of just like looking at a screen because you need time away as well so kind of getting up at a certain time getting dressed you know having a shower as Melissa said and all like it's so important to kind of keep you sane really especially with online learning important to be kept sane anyway Chloe, isn't it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's, it's true and then say just um around kind of routine I, I mentioned at the start like we're always being encouraged you know I, I know since since secondary primary school secondary school like oh get out and about enjoy the fresh air and you know limit your screen time and now all of a sudden we're spending 10 and 12 hours a day in front of a screen and then you finish in the evenings and you're probably looking at your phone and you know it it kind of um it's almost it's it's taken over a little bit and I, I know it has to in a way because we're obviously learning and working online but have you any ideas, say, um, Chloe, I'm going to pop this to yourself again first. Um, have you any ideas how we can strike the balance, kind of how we can, you know, uh, strike a balance between kind of getting out there, getting active and maybe using our devices? Have you, you, you might give us a kind of a, a couple of tips for students if they're trying to develop a routine as well. Yeah, well, just kind of like what I do anyway is kind of like set goals for the day and kind of set yourself a time away from, you know, obviously Zoom and your phone, like get out and get walking or, you know, do exercise or something just to get away because it's so important, especially for your mental health and also kind of going to bed early. I know some people, you, you might find it hard, especially, you know, it's great, you're on your screen the whole time, but it's it's really important and yeah I just think definitely going out for walks and stuff just to get away from all of it because it's 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 madness really the amount of time we spend on our phones and through Zoom. I suppose that's a it's a a, a good point um, as regards let's say you're at home a lot um, and you don't have that transition from being in college let's say in a different environment and then coming home so you seem to be at home all the time either on a kitchen table or in your bedroom or your, your the office or whatever do you Elish, would you find the same as regards let's say trying to strike that balance between obviously the, the study element um maybe the the extra study outside of that and general general living is also yeah, um, I'm currently living in a student accommodation up in Waterford and I know a lot of people will probably be in the same situation where I do my college work in the, my bedroom. Um, so I'm constantly in this room, whether it be sleeping, doing college work on my phone. And I've, it's very hard then once you're in this environment to actually get your brain to slow down and wind down and get like even a good night's rest or just feel more relaxed about what's going on I feel like I feel always quite tense so like Chloe says it's really important to get out of that environment whether that be go for a walk do a home workout do go out and field and play football with yourself or something I don't know but um I think it's really important to realize that being just in your bedroom all day every day it's going to take a huge toll on you and it's actually going to affect the quality of education that you're going to get because you're not fully invested in what's going on because your brain's always going onto a different thing or getting distracted or something like that so I definitely agree with Chloe in that sense just to I know sometimes you just don't want to go out but to get out of the house and do something 
definitely. Very good advice. And Minister, um, as regards, let's say, the, I know the three obviously got on really well because you did a presentation together. And um, but as regards, they say working on group group presentations and trying to present that online. Did you have any challenges there? Did you find it uh, maybe exciting, or, or were you able to maybe incorporate different elements that you might be able to do, let's say, in a classroom setting? Um, well, to be honest, we're I suppose fortunate in our course a little bit that it's a lot of it is individual work. Like we don't have too much um, group assignments. But like that, we were working on the workshop together. Like it is, it's it's nice that you're actually able to even talk to people, you know, over the Zoom chat. Like other courses have a lot of group presentations, and we are all at home or we're wherever we're living, but we're by ourselves. And just even do work with four or five other people on a Zoom call, like can really bring up your your mental state and just talking to different people. And so, yeah, yeah. Say so, yeah. Um, Sorry, Connor. Just uh, Melissa, just a quick one there as well. The, you kind of mentioned, you know, the engagement is important. Um, obviously, like you probably don't have the, the same engagement online in a over an online uh, lecture as you would when you're in class. Have you any ideas how, I suppose, how we can um, encourage more engagement or how we can include it in in our in our online learning every day? Because I'd imagine. You do miss that side of it like you're, you're not engaged with all the students as much as you would have been if you were on campus yeah it is it's it's tough um especially like even if you're in a lecture and you wanted to ask a question do you know i find if you do have your camera on and you're kind of more engaged you're more than likely to ask that question in a class and even if you can't or if you don't want to like you can still email a lecture um it's a lot different now because you can't just wait back to the end of a class and ask a question and get the answer straight away you have to send an email and I think that's why the emails are um, quite relevant as well when we were talking about our workshop because when I was in first year you know I'd ask my lecture question face to face as now the first years are coming in and they're like well I was actually going to email them and then you must figure out what your student email is and you must figure out what their email is and then you're sitting there and you don't even know how to write the email so there's there is a big difference with engaging but definitely like I know it seems daunting, but I think already what we're six, seven weeks into the course and a lot of people are a lot more comfortable now than they would have been the very first day they went on to their first Zoom call. And would you stay around afterwards after class for five minutes online or would you have kind of, would you engage that way afterwards or is it kind of when the class is over, it kind of ends and you move to the next class or how does that work for you? Um. Yeah, like... I suppose, like... <laughs> sorry no I was just gonna say yeah like you know if you have a question you like we would find ourselves staying back and I think it's the same for most years as well like we've heard people kind of staying back as well which is good I suppose sorry Melissa yeah. no yeah, yeah. I, no, was gonna say the same. I think that is like it is an element Connor we you'd love to see isn't it because I I, I know every day like we're, we're we're chatting online for you know calls for work and, and on the phone and that and if you didn't have that level of of engagement it can be tough like definitely yeah and i suppose like before as as the girls were saying like before a classroom usually you'd be there maybe five ten minutes before the, the lecture might pop in and you'd be sitting beside maybe one of your friends or be um uh, you know saying a few jokes or whatever and catching up and and but even the social side of things as regards joining a club of society or playing a bit of sport or whatever so that element is a little bit difficult and i know 
and there's a number of students that say they said in college accommodation but and there's limited class time but yeah that that is definitely an um, um, let's say a, a, a difference and i suppose i say your your third year students here it's really the first year students don't know the difference and i suppose that's the that's the challenge so hopefully we can let's say come out of this um lockdown hopefully unscathed and, and that's that we'll be back on let's say the normal stream of things <clears throat> but there probably is positives around the whole thing also as regards like elements of, of being able to do work at home and maybe the access stuff online where be with library support etc which we wouldn't have done before like zoom is a new thing for me and a lot of the students same with be teams or even using moodle so there is elements that that, that, that is really a positive and that we can bring forward for, for the students um, and also the staff so um it's not all doom and gloom but the, the social interaction side is definitely something that, that We'll, we'll, we'd love to, 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 to try and increase if we could. Yeah, definitely. I, I think it's, uh, it is definitely, I, I know myself personally, I would, I love the social engagement, just being able to chat to people. I think, I'd, uh, I'd say, is that similar for, for the three Vigars, Ailish, Chloe and Melissa? Oh yeah, yeah we'd all talk to a brick wall. Like we all met each other the first day of first year and we got very close. So I do feel um, sympathy for first years coming in that might not just have that experience, but we definitely recommend like getting to know the people in your course, making a WhatsApp group, just having a laugh because it helps so much. It motivates us so much knowing each other. Like Chloe will start an assignment and I'm like, oh, I should probably start one now. <laughs> No, we do. We motivate each other really well. Yeah, that's a good point. Is that it's probably to keep and you mentioned the WhatsApp groups there as well, and it's probably probably the wider student group is is to remember that that let's say if, if students aren't included in a WhatsApp group or whatever, you know, it's to make sure to look out for other students as well, and it is a difficult time for for students and um and. I suppose a, a lot of my students are, are very good at, let's say, identifying this as students who might be at risk or might be struggling a little bit or might have gone into their shell. So it's just uh, maybe even to reach out and make a bit of contact with them and say, you know, um, do you need a bit of support or help or whatever? And, and, and maybe maybe try to get them back, back him or her back onto, uh, onto the onto the road. So I think that's really important to, to, to have you obviously your own social groups, but try, try to keep an eye out for, for other students as well. Definitely. And then just, just in terms of, I know Connor touched on it there, but Chloe, we'll, we'll go to you on it first. Like, how important it is for the students, you know, to take care of themselves and to look after themselves, you know, uh, with, their, with their health, their mental health and their well-being as well. How important is that? It's so, so important. Like, you even find, I think the girls will agree, like, do you know, if, you, if you're forgetting to kind of put yourself first, like I know Zoom is important, but to kind of put your own well-being first is like, it really takes a toll on you when you're when you're only thinking of like, oh, I need to do this and you need to do this and you need to do this, you know, like, or I have this assignment to do and blah, 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 and stress myself out. It's, it's just, it's no good. Like, so like, just, you need to take time out for yourself really and just do something, a hobby or something because I don't know it's just it'll just it takes its toll on you because you know it, it's such a new thing as well and you just you feel like obviously everybody forgets to take time out for themselves so you know it, it's so important to look after yourself first really I know they're probably yeah, saying it's bad but it is so important <laughs> yeah just just to make that little bit of time for yourself yeah. um I think it is important would you agree with that Melissa yeah I 100% agree um 
and even like that, like we are sitting in front of our screen all the time, like especially our generation, like we're constantly have a phone in our hand or like now we're on the Zoom calls. But I think we're um, quite fortunate in our course this year. We have we've no lectures on a Friday, but I would still take my Friday as a college day. And like I try and get a lot of work done between lectures and between the hours. So like when five o'clock comes, I can put it away like and you know a lot of people are working from home as well and it's kind of the same across the board for every generation at the moment if you're working from home or you're in college or in school you know to actually step away from it as well because I feel when we're in college actually on campus you know you come home then and you have a break for yourself so it's definitely important to remind yourself to actually when it's six seven o'clock in the evening and you're like you're still sitting there doing college work all week long you know you must take that hour for yourself definitely and that's a, it's a very good way of looking at it as regards even having the Friday off in that time but you use it as let's say kind of a, a that's your time to catch up on work or whatever but but when you have your time make sure you stick to it and and, and go do something for yourself and self-care I think that's that's really important um, and as regards as I say the, the the learning environment be any classes uh, on campus this 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 semester um, and uh, have you have you practical classes on, on campus this semester? No, we're all online. online. Social science is yes. lucky enough that everything we do is mostly based off kind of conversation. Okay. So there's no actual physical need for us to be on campus. Um, we're very lucky in the sense of it's all kind of opinion pieces, even exam wise. It's mostly um, continuous assessment kind of style. So we're not, we're a lot luckier than a lot of the other courses that um, are having a huge change to their usual schedule. Yeah. And as regards, let's say, the, the examination um, piece there, Elish, you alluded to, um, you obviously had a good sample of that, let's say, with the, um, before the online, how will you, how did you, how, how will you find the online, let's say, element of, 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 let's say, your assessment period and having that, let's say, post Christmas this year? Yeah, definitely. Um, it's a big change. At the moment, we're, we kind of have half our assessments due in December and the other half in January, which we're so happy about. Like, it really gives us that time to put in a lot of our effort into these assessments. Um, Motivation-wise, we're really trying to stay on top of it because it's really easy to leave it till the last minute and to just leave a pile up and all the exams then or all the assessments then are all together and you don't know what's going on and you're getting confused because you're doing two different essays at the same time um so we kind of came to the decision that we're going to set our own um kind of due dates for when they're due so even though it might be due for three weeks I'm going to say that I need to get this done by this day so that I have time to move on to my next one because we could have um uh, essays due on a Monday a Tuesday and a Wednesday and if I leave it all till the week before it's it's going to get on top of me and I won't do the best that I can so by spreading it out as though I have different um dates to when they actually are it definitely helps me a lot because I would be one of those people that if I allowed myself I would leave everything till the last minute and it just it causes a big strain on everything and you don't do your best so yeah. that's how we're probably going to work around it. It'll be me now leaving it to the last minute and then trying to cram it all together 
Um, just uh, Melissa as well, also just uh, probably following on from that, and I suppose we're just nearly there now, um, just as, as the, the assessment side of things and coming to, to the exam um, period. Um, and let's say there's a lot of continuous assessment coming up on top of each other, and let's say students can feel, feel a little bit snowed under. Um, especially, I know you're, that you're in third year, you've had experience of this in first and second year. Um, what would you say to students, let's say maybe first year students who are, let's say, are finding that little strain as regards, let's say, they might have four or five assessments due within a two week period. Um, is it true bite size or what way would you, would you, would you suggest that you'd approach that? Um, I definitely, like, if I could go back and first or me like not to work I would I feel like you you worry so much about before to do these but what really works for me and I'd be very similar to Ailish with procrastination and just leaving it to the last minute I set out a timetable for myself a bit break it down like there's no worries I'm going to do an all-night sharing work to get it all done now so I can get my other one done tomorrow and the other one the long run and I think realised that over the, the last two years and definitely like this year I'm going to timetable out and I've already started some assignments and definitely just try and space them out and they don't seem half as daunting when you actually break it down so I definitely tell the first years like there's there's no point thinking like it's not due till January so I'll start after Christmas because that's that's only going to get right on top of you and you're going to be stressed out and like Gail said you won't do your best so definitely try and spread it out timetable it and get starting already even though we're still in lectures that doesn't mean that you can't log on to Moodle and look at the exam questions and even just see like oh we haven't covered that topic yet but that might be a nice question to do so then you can you it definitely helps to tune in a little bit more in the classes as well and just keep you motivated yep good stuff Super stuff. So, yeah, that's a very, very interesting topic. And I think I could actually, uh, Eilish, I think I could take some of your advice there. I, I'm very much the person that will cross two or three uh, things, uh, assignments or, or that across each other uh, at the one time. So I think it's a very good, um, very good kind of advice there just to, you know, set your deadline for one, get it done and then start the next. And I, I think that is uh, something important to uh just for any, especially first years coming in that may not be used to the, this online setting and uh, all the assessments that are coming at them. But uh, no, there's some really, uh, really important information there. And I think you've you done a great job, to be fair. It's like me and Connor said at the start when we saw the presentation uh, or we heard that you delivered it to students, we found that um, it's something we wanted to speak a little bit more about because we feel it's an important message for students and I suppose staff and, and, and that as well. And, it's uh, it's definitely a, a great topic to touch on. I'd say you'd agree with that, Connor. Hundred percent, yeah. And it's it's great that the initiative has come from the students and that they they hit all the points that they say that, that I would they say notice from a, from a, of a staff point of view and, and even dealing with a couple of students. So I, I think. Um, very forward thinking and their advice around uh, let's say their experiences not let's say this year compared to the last two years I think it's 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 huge and, and I suppose it gives reassurance to students as well that who might be struggling it's just to take bite sizes as well and, and uh, try to tip away at your products and and even to start to products even put a title down or a title page or a contents page 
at least you've started it and it gets the, it gets the ball rolling. So then when you start, it doesn't feel like a, it, it's a huge product, a project. Um, so again, um, huge, huge valuable advice from from three experience and, and, and students and and I think that that can be um, only a positive thing for for anyone listening any students listening and for staff for that matter yeah exactly have you uh, just going to open up have you any final words before we we finish up or is that have you any more advice for for students or staff or, or that you can sing that? a song if you want or, yeah. or a poem or whatever. <laughs> I definitely say to like the first years um, if they're finding it hard to kind of do essays and stuff definitely go to the academic workshops because they will change your life <laughs> like they will help you like with every assignment so definitely definitely go to them yeah, yeah everyone's here to help anyway um first years most courses have um their peer mentors they're always on call whenever you need them they'll help as much as they can and they can refer you to anyone in sll if it's needed same with your lectures send your lectures an email they're so helpful just just reach out if you're struggling just reach out stuff and melissa have you any final words or have the availish and chloe squeeze them all in yeah it sounds like the girls have summed it up for me really um yeah, I'd, I'd agree with everything they're saying and yeah. Super stuff. So uh, Ailish, Chloe, Melissa, um, we really appreciate you coming on today and giving up your time to speak to us. Uh, so thanks a million for that. Um, no bother. It was, it yeah, was interesting. <laughs> no problem at all. It was interesting getting to hear your take on netiquette in the online classroom setting and in general as students in the current times we're in as well. Um, there is a responsibility responsibility on us all to play our part and it will hopefully give us a better experience in doing so and it looks like I'm going to have to change from the shorts going forward I think Connor. <laughs> just see the top half Tom yeah have the shirt and tie on <laughs> exactly yeah so I think it's very important as well that we try and strike that that healthy balance too and I would encourage everyone just to to mind uh, the old noggins as well so just to keep that in mind as well and um, uh, don't forget to follow us on facebook instagram and tiktok at sll.wit or just type student life and learning wit into your search bar on, on any of these various platforms if you have any student related queries um, you can email us on sll at wit.ie and i just want to thank everyone for tuning in and we will catch up with you all soon so thanks again for listening Thank you.